Hey there, Purpose Peep. As you hopefully already know, I love to help busy moms build businesses they love while raising their babies. It's what I've dedicated myself to within my company, Brands by Brie. And over the past nine months or so, something I've seen is that while my method of one-on-one coaching has been able to produce some really awesome results with these phenomenal women, it seems like there's more that I can do after they finish working with me. During a survey I sent out, one of my clients said, I feel so pumped to get things done after our calls, but then I battle with self-doubt and motivation in between our sessions. No sooner had those words left her lips did I begin thinking through better ways to support these phenomenal women and help them stay motivated. I knew whatever solution I came up with had to provide ongoing support and be grounded in community so that these women can not only glean from me, but also be able to feed off of each other's energy. That's when I came up with the idea for a membership. It would give women just like you who might be listening to this an opportunity to come in, grow, make progress on their goals and build connections. My first thought was to call it the Legacy Builder Society, and you may have heard previous information about this here on the podcast, or if you're on my newsletter already, you may have seen something about this. But after doing initial research and not only realizing that several other people were using this name, but that the name was really broad, I decided to make a shift. And today, I'm excited to introduce you to the Master Your Momentum Membership. The Master Your Momentum membership provides busy moms with the support and accountability that they need to master their time, master their organization for like work and business, and master their productivity. Our core offerings include monthly goal setting, bi-weekly co-working sessions, and a signature course to help you get clear on the kind of life you want to create for yourself and your family. Because of course, I'm a mom, so I still have to tie in that piece on legacy. Bonuses include weekly productivity challenges. I'm so excited to get this out into the world and I'm working hard behind the scenes to get everything ready for my soft launch on March 10th. While it's not time to open the doors just yet, I wanted to let you know as a podcast listener so that you could have early access. And I'm giving you an invitation to join the launch list for this new membership. If you'd like to join the launch list for some sneak peeks and the first time and opportunity to join, as well as the best price, then all you need to do is go to bit forward slash Lee, my momentum launch, or you can visit the show notes and click the link. Again, everyone who is on the launch list will get early access. They'll be a part of that soft launch if they're interested, and they will get the best absolute price for the membership. If you're interested in joining the launch list, all you have to do is either click the link in the show notes or go to bit.ly forward slash my momentum launch. That's bit.ly forward slash my momentum launch. I am so excited about what this community is going to do for purpose chasers just like you. And I am highly expecting is going to just blow the roof off this thing. So I hope to see you inside the Master Your Momentum membership community.
Well, welcome back to the Black Girls with Purpose podcast. I am so glad that you are here listening, whether you're listening in your car, whether you're in the kitchen making some food, whether you're in your closet hiding from your children. Listen, we've all been there. Um, I'm so excited that you are back here with us. I have a special guest with me. It is not often that I get to interview one of my clients for my Brands by Brie business here on the podcast, but when I talked about... Uh, when I knew that in season six of this podcast, we'd be talking about transitions, I knew that I wanted to interview this person who I'm going to have introduce herself in just a minute, but her platform is literally called Ever-Changing Motherhood, and I was just like, yes, change, evolution, all of those things tie in directly with what this season is about. So without further ado, will you introduce yourself, ma'am? Oh, that's a loaded question. Uh, <laughs> I'm Jerry owner, you know, founder of Ever-Changing Motherhood, um, single mom of three, it still hurts to say it, <laughs> three, three, and as you know, I'm currently a paralegal, legal assistant, but transitioning into, you know, everything that I've just been wanting to do for years, and um, professionally, it's pretty much DIY, woodwork, carpentry, that's just what I've always had a passion for. Started ever-changing motherhood. Really, I just wanted to kind of document my life. But of course, we get on social media and things kind of seem like they have to be straight and narrow. But I've always had a lot of changes in my life in motherhood. And I was like, well, that's just life. I got to a point, that's just life. That's just motherhood. So here, ever-changing motherhood. So you're going to see a lot of changes. <laughs> within my life within my parenting within my kids so that's who I am that's who I am as you can see Egypt is yeah yes our youngest is joining us here on the podcast yes well so um I I like that you said you took a moment you were like this is kind of it this is you get what you get right um and I think that a lot of women were seeing just that that trend and that move of we're seeing a, a trend of women who are saying, you know, I tried to do the perfectly curated thing and like I'm transitioning away from that now, right? Yeah. Um, what do you feel like are are some of the reasons? Like what are some of the motivations behind that or the things that are sparking kind of this? movement um for lack of a better term that a lot of us are starting to see where people are saying okay well that was the girl you used to know and this is the new me um honestly I would say it's just for like my opinion but I think it's for all moms and I would say mental health because motherhood is just it's a lot of pressure from beginning to end it's you know, from when you're pregnant, you know, you already have the pressure. You're like, I need to eat right. I need to exercise. I need to make sure I do this so baby's okay. And then, you know, I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of politics, but then you get into the hospital, you give birth, like you literally, and then for some women who have C-section, which is a whole surgery, <laughs> but either or, you know, you just give them life and then there's the pressure to go home. And now not only do I have to keep this tiny human alive, but I also have to take care of take care of myself, which is still a lot. 
and and then you know for some you know the snapback is okay you know for some they don't care for some they do this like oh I have to snap back and then if you have other kids I have to take care of my other kids and it's just a lot and then even just when you're kind of acclimated supposedly I don't think we ever just get used to motherhood (laughs) but when you're kind of acclimated you still have to keep these kids alive and still try to take care of yourself and it's just like sometimes somebody's taking the L like right now well this um once my kids started school I told them we were taking a break from extracurricular activities because we all know we always see like the mom who posts you know oh my baby said baseball this weekend baseball mom oh dance mom and because I was even there but then it was just like that's just too much for me right now somebody you know it's too much we, we can't do it this this semester we can't and so I think just it's mainly that mental like taking the load off just take it off even if it's one child giving up an extracurricular activity so you can focus you can have that Saturday morning to take care of yourself like it, it's it's too much to keep up and we already know with the Instagram algorithms and everything like I already got to deal with that I uh uh-uh. I can't it's too much (laughs) so I think just to say stay the least bit of sane is to recognize okay there's too much going on and my kids are not gonna hate me if you know I step away from something if I change our schedule if I change our routine if I change you know jobs or if we you know have to budget this this year or something it's just realizing that my mental health is more important than trying to paint this perfect picture. And I think I think that's a lot of moms where it can just become overwhelming with trying to stay consistent across the board. And sometimes we just have to, a lot of the times, we just have to give ourselves grace and just be like, I'm winging it right now in this season. <laughs> oh, girl, you just said a mouthful. I feel like- I know. <laughs> But in a in the in a great way because I feel like personally let me adjust my lighting real quick. Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, you said a mouthful um, in a good way though because you you said a few things. You first the fact that you were able to pinpoint that so accurately. I really never made that connection, but I think you're right. I think it is the mental health aspect. I think it is the mental health aspect and us being like, okay, how much of this is for other people and how much of this is for me, right? Yep. Like, you know, I have my energy audit training within Brands by Brie and that's one of the things that I ask. One of the things I ask is, what are you doing? Like, yeah. what are, And I'm like, that seems like such a simple question, right? But I don't think a lot of us, especially if we are just moving in, in in routine or habits or this is how we've always done it. We don't take a, a, a lot of time to step back and say, what is even on my plate right now, right? And then like, why am I doing that, right? Am I doing it because, and you know, we, we have young kids. So I'm like, well, we, we're not really worried about college applications in this group, right. <laughs> like you being on this team so you can get a scholarship, like you're five. So I think we're okay. Right. <laughs> we have some time right or um I said recently that I was always I used to be going to the library with my boys like multiple times in a week to the point where um 
Um, I was going to the library multiple times a week and I'm like, it's not even fun anymore. I'm like, y'all get in the car. <laughs> and then I, I had to be like, sis, you're mad and they're stressed because they're like, mommy's bad. Is it fun? Are, is anyone having fun? No one's having fun. Nope. So if this was initially for fun and no one's having fun, well, then maybe we don't need to do this anymore. What are the other things we could do that are fun, right? Like, what things can I be doing instead? And so I have just, I've seen how taking inventory, really, because that's what it is, yeah. taking inventory of life will create more space and more awareness of what it is that you're doing and really allow you to assess and say okay yes that worked for us last year but like like you said I love that you said that this year we're not doing that and it's okay yeah. like we're gonna focus on the relationship we have with each other here at home or you know we're gonna save up money in these areas because we really want you to be able to do this thing over here or we're going to um we're gonna we're gonna not do we're not we're not going to uh go to the pool this weekend but in two weeks you're gonna get to go like like you said it's not it's not and I, one of my friends was saying this oh please but I think that you know similar to what you said I had to say if we don't do these things is it gonna like is anyone gonna die Right. Like, exactly good right <laughs> and and even I'll tell you as well like this year and you know I made the transition to homeschooling this year and we were going to initially put the boys in a co-op um because I was I mean to be honest I wasn't 100 percent confident I was like okay a co-op <laughs> made me feel like it's equal parts listen it's a co-op yeah. so maybe you messed up maybe I did I don't know right like <laughs> it felt like shared, more shared responsibility um but I had to ask myself because there was a fee for it and I said sis the amount you're going to spend for a year that's like thousands of dollars that you could save if you really just said, okay, I'm going to buckle down and we're going to do it here. And then like, what could that money go towards if you're saving, yeah. right? Okay. And then how could, like, like, and I said, I even asked myself, okay, I said, okay, what if you even took half of what it would cost to send them to the co-op and you put that in a savings account that you use for field trips and activities and you know staycations what would that look like would you enjoy that more would they enjoy that more and I was yeah. like yeah that's actually a better for me that's a better return on investment right because I'm like I mean I, I homeschooled for a great deal of reasons I said but one of the things too was that you felt like you was ripping and running everywhere so you still gonna be ripping yeah. and running. you just run into the co-op now instead of the school so like which one is it gonna be right and I just, I just love that you said that. I really feel like you helped somebody just now in saying, okay, we're not going to do that. We just, we, we decided for this season and this season can look like some weeks sometimes, yeah. right? Sometimes you're like, we're not doing that anymore. And then after you're like, okay, I feel like I'm actually in a decent headspace. We could actually put one more thing back on the plate, right? Yeah. But to give yourself that space, even for a little bit to say, okay, let's try this out. 
see how we like it or don't, and then transition into what works best for our family in the time that we're in, right? With our financial position, with our, you know, if we got one car, if we got two, if we are um, commuting long to work or if we're working from home, like how can we position ourselves? Because y'all know life is already hard. Stuff is already stressful. Right. <laughs> so to willfully put yourself in positions where stuff is harder because you're not, you're not transitioning and flowing and ebbing with the things that are going on. You see that life is changing, but you're like, no, I'm just going to stay right here, baby. Yeah. So I'm going to have to move. Yeah. So, it's pressure. It's pressure. Yeah. You know, I think that that's the thing, like you said, and that's because honestly, change is really hard for me, to be quite honest. It's really hard for me. And so I'm like the definition of even though things are automatically changing and I'm trying to stick and stay, you know, it's still that pressure. And eventually when you put too much pressure on something, it breaks, it bursts. And so I just had to get to a point where I was like, okay, you know what? <laughs> I just got to loosen up a little bit and let it go. Because I can't, I can't keep on. <laughs> I can't. And I think just kids are kids are resilient <laughs> so oh absolutely and we are too like my I yeah. my therapist told me um because last year you know I was feeling unsure about going to school and she said she said it's gonna be different but you've done different before and I said yeah yeah simple statement but very true it's gonna be yeah. different but you've done different before right and like even our, uh, yesterday we were at church and I was just thinking about, cause I've been having some health challenges and I was like, dang, I've really been to the hospital a lot over the course of the last five years. Like, and I said, but I've been out every time. Like I went in yeah. and then I came out, right. I went in and there was a test and then I came out and I got the results and there, you know, sometimes there was follow-up. Sometimes I was fine, but I was just yeah. like, okay, so even though, and I literally wrote down in my journal, I said the hospital changed, the thing I was going into the hospital changed, um, or the thing I was going into the hospital about changed, even with, you know, who I was in the hospital with changed. I said, but God, you haven't changed. Yeah. So like, like you said, change is hard and it can be difficult and it can be confusing and it can be, you know, kind of like a shock to your system, but it's not change is not inherently bad it's just change change is just change right yeah so what do you feel like has been one of the biggest blessings that you've been able to benefit from and saying hey this is change and it's happening and instead of like fleeing from it I'm just gonna do what they say when your car skids I'm gonna push the gas and I'm right. into it right um my my biggest blessing honestly and it's gonna sound so cliche but honestly it is gonna be my therapist only because like I said I've gone through a lot <laughs> within this past year just a lot of craziness and um thankfully like God blessed me with a Christian therapist so having someone who can kind of see my point of view and have the same belief as me so like we're kind of on the same page um well she can give me like a spiritual a spiritual perspective um and also like even just with finances and that changing 
you know, her being able to, you know, for I think for the past six months, maybe five months, I haven't paid for a therapy session um, just because of, you know, her giving me resources that help me cover my therapy sessions and her using just like, oh, you know, I prayed about it and I'm not going to charge you for this session. You know, like that may not happen, you know, and God, you know, I have a therapist for a reason. God's probably like, you know, it's okay. I'm in your life, but I'm going to also bless you with someone who's able to kind of talk you through because he knows me and God knows that I will spiral out of control and just start all over the place. Um, so that's just, honestly, that's been one of my biggest blessings through every change because I've been able to have someone to go to like right away you know of course I have God but you know someone who can be like okay calm down like someone who could take me down in the middle of me and be like okay I have to do this 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 and this um and so I think my therapist and I will also say again this is going to be another cliche answer (laughs) but uh, my oldest daughter um she's been one of she's like kind of I call her my little assistant. She's, you know, just, she's always helped. <laughs> this isn't my oldest, by the way. <laughs> um, you know, she's been, oh, what happened? She's been very just humble about everything. Like, even when I said us taking time off, you know, her saying, oh, it's okay. We can, we can, she's like telling me alternatives on what we can do. <laughs> like, she's like, oh we live by a trail now we can go have family walks and stuff instead on Saturday morning you can rest uh, just so things like that makes it feel better because again there's that pressure as a mom where we're like oh I want to do this for my babies I want to make sure they're in this and that and then like when we feel like we can't whether it's physically mentally or financially it's just like we're beating ourselves up and that and I'm, I do that so like having my daughter be like oh no it's okay we we can do this instead we we can all rest instead I'm like oh goodness thank you God <laughs> like I feel so much better thank you so much so I think those honestly have been like my biggest blessings within this season of transition like times of transition my biggest one like has been one of your greatest challenges oh yeah <laughs> oh oh challenge because change <laughs> uh, you know just kind of backstory um once I got I got out of high school did not know what I wanted to do so for about like a year I was like I don't know I was working retail still didn't know what I wanted to do I was like you know what I'm just gonna go into the military went into the military and you know, of course, all the structure, you know, all the rules, schedules, um, have my daughter and my son while I was in the military, but I was very scared of going on deployment and leaving them, of course, being a first-time mom, so I got out, um, but I really did, still didn't know what I wanted to do when I got out, so I kind of, you know, of course, looking on social media and Google, you know, this is what looks like a safe bet, because I don't like, at this point, I've been in the military. I'm used to strict structure. I don't want anything crazy change. Um, and so I'm just kind of figuring out what makes sense for my life. Um, and that's when I looked into law. 
So got my bachelor's in criminal justice, got another degree in paralegal studies. So I'm working like all of these internships um, as a legal assistant, paralegal, even took my LSAT law school admissions test to go to law school and everything. And it was just like, this is, you know, I'm always, even when I wasn't working, I was like, I'm pressing towards this goal. Nothing is changing. I'm steady the course. Like nothing is changing because it can't change. And I'm telling myself, it cannot change. So to be in this season where I'm like, I've worked my butt off. I've taken so many underpaid jobs just to get to law. And I'm considering to leave it. This is crazy. Like, that is the biggest challenge of even, and it's still hard to wrap my mind around it, like, because I know I'm going to leave. Like, I, I have my draft email drafted, uh, letting them know that I won't be returning. Um, like, I've I've done a budget for January through March to, you know, I've done multiple budgets, you know, to see, like, okay, this is how we'll, you know, be taken care of and everything. This is what I'm going to do. Um, but it's still, even just talking about, it's still a challenge to wrap my mind around. Like, I'm initiating this change. Like, any changes that happen, I don't usually initiate because, again, I struggle with change. So, this is honestly really, really challenging. This is the biggest challenge for me. But it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. I, I, and I think a lot of people can relate to that because I think, you know, that was the quote unquote blessing of the pandemic is that it did require many of us to going back to what we said earlier, kind of take inventory and say, okay, what are the things in my life that, you know, now that I'm home with myself, with my own thoughts way more, yeah. you know, what are the things I'm thinking about? What are the goals I really have? You know, was this my goal because I was in a corporate space surrounded by other corporate people and like, okay, this is just where we're all at. But now that I'm here at home, I'm like, well, actually I kind of like being at home, right? Like what are the things that I, I'm moving towards? And I think a lot of us saw, and I was even talking, um, I've been in this business accelerator program for the past couple months and a guy came on and was talking to us about the future of work. And he said that, um, you know, before a really good salary was like top tier, right? Like that was one of the main factors that people were considering when looking for a job. He said, it's not even top three anymore. That people, really? Yes, it's not even top three. Mm. People are looking for um, flexibility. They're looking yeah. for company culture and they really want to know that who they're working for is having a larger social impact. He's like, yeah. That, those are the things that people are, are, are prioritizing. And so they will take a lower paying job if it means that they have the flexibility at home with their kids more, that they will take um, a job that, you know, isn't like where they can see themselves forever or like a company that's kind of still getting it together if they feel like man they're really making a difference right they'll work with that nonprofit where they still kind of building it as building the plane as they're flying it because they're like okay I'm really tied in with this mission and so you know I think it's awesome that you are able to say you know, I think I'm going to go in a different direction. And even with our relationship, right? Like at the beginning of the year, when we first met, you were focused on, and it's still doing stuff with you. That's what I love. It's like, it's, it's like 
Yeah. You're working on your um, jewelry, right? You're making jewelry out of um, breast milk. And now it's like, okay, now I'm, I'm moving more into this woodwork space because I realized like, this is what I actually really love to do and I'm already doing it. So like, why not make a business out of this, right? Yeah. Um, and, but I know you shared with me that some of the hesitation with leaning into that direction, it was saying, because this is the thing that I do for me, I'm afraid that if I attach income to it, you know, I might not enjoy it anymore. So talk a little bit through what made you say, okay, I hear that, but I'm still going to lean into it anyway. Um, so I think even just telling myself, like, I don't want to attach income to it because this is something that like I really love to do and I just don't want to be stressed out but honestly I think that's with everything I think not everything but I I think I just got to a point where it's like we got to pick and choose do I want to I have a job nine to five that obviously has because trust me I'm not here for free but it has income attached to it and I'm stressed I'm I'm overworked. I'm, I'm stressed to the point where like my body shut down, like, you know, and it has a check to it. And, you know, like you said, people aren't even worried about salary anymore, but I'm like, I'm stuck at a desk, stressed, depressed, and just completely overwhelmed and just for income. But I can be doing something that actually kind of, that actually brings me joy. So it's just like something's going to have income attached to it because the reality of it, I have three kids I got to take care of and something's going to have income to it. I, it's just up to me to choose. Is it going to be something that's going to continue to stress you out and kind of, to be honest, to be quite frank, make you something that's going to turn can um, turn you into, I don't want to say turn because I've been there, but something that's making you this irritable mom and now you have all this guilt because you're so irritable because you're at work and you're stressed and beat all day or are are you going to choose something that's actually relaxing um my therapist calls it creative therapy you're actually doing something that's creative therapy you're in a space I can turn on you know my Christmas music or my oldies and you know just kind of zone out and do something but still be able to take care of my kids with it you know so it was just about I had to I have to make a choice and so I think that was the thing I did have to get out of my head because again I overthink everything I try to overanalyze everything so I just have to I have to make a choice um because at the end of the day whatever I'm doing it's affecting the mother I am and so I had to choose and I was like and I'm trust me I'm still going back to like oh this is my thing though I don't want to attach income but then it's just like my nine to five is not my thing <laughs> and I'm over it so it was just really me just I had to make a choice and it wasn't it's still not easy but choices I think every adult every mom knows choices have to be made somebody's gonna like it or somebody's not gonna like it sometimes it's gonna be hard mentally physically or financially but gotta be made yeah, I, I, I think, um, you know, I, one of my favorite, I think she's like my big sister in my head. I've actually had her here on the podcast. Her name is Patrice Washington and her um, platform is called Redefining Wealth. 
And one of the things that she says is that a lot of times the clarity comes in the doing. That yeah. a lot of, you know, we want to prepare and prepare and prepare. And of course we don't, especially as a mama, that we can't do, we can't, we winging it, but we yeah. ain't, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like winging it within some boundaries though. <laughs> like, yeah. we ain't just out here throwing caution to the wind because people are depending on our decisions. But I, 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 it's very easy to get into that place where you're like, okay, whenever I have all the knowledge and I know all the things, then I'll take the leap. And it's just, it doesn't work like that because even when you have all the knowledge you need, you get there and you'd be like, okay, let me learn a little bit more. Cause I still don't know if I'm hundred percent ready. Right. And yeah. you know, something that I love that I've seen you do is even recently like you're sharing the things you're working on because I feel like that brings in accountability even and, and people I know people have a love-hate relationship with social media I know for me and you know this like I I would post my to-do list on my Instagram every day for months um because one I wanted people moms who specifically who are following me to see yes I'm building a business but I'm literally doing it by doing like maybe three things three big things yeah not overwhelming myself with a bunch of stuff right so just showing people that they can break it down into small actionable steps but then it was also accountability for me because I'm like okay sis you posted what you was gonna do is there <laughs> right have you have you progressed on that? okay so you posted the to-do list now you still on social media well maybe you should get off of social media so you can go right <laughs> that's me right like you can't just be like okay and you and you're working with your hands it's like okay this Things physical. Right. I gotta go to Home Depot. I gotta get supplies, right? And so I love that you're doing that. We shared before we got on here, you put your countdown for when you're trying to leave your job. Like, and I feel like that's part of the doing, right? It's saying, okay, I'm gonna just tell people that this is even a service that I offer, right? Yeah. It's writing up the, the letter to send it to work. Like, okay, this is gonna be my last day. Like it's ordering the supplies. It's 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 telling a friend, like, hey girl, I'm working on this. If you see me on Instagram, I actually said I don't you like if, if your thing is I need to get off social media completely. If you see me on Instagram. Kindly send me a DM and be like, I'm sorry, I thought you said you wasn't gonna get on your paper. So did you finish your paper? Okay, then why are you on Instagram? You know, like and I know there's this there's a conflicting belief about sharing with people what you're working on because it's like but but that's where discernment has to come in, right? And you don't need to be giving people okay step by step by step by step, but there is something about putting words to what it is that you want to accomplish yeah. that, that says, okay, I, I told these people I'll leave my job. <laughs> so, like, right. let me... If y'all see me at my desk January 2nd, <laughs> let, message me. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, I, and I guess that, that'll be one of, the, one of the last questions. How do you feel like community has played a part as you've transitioned from different seasons, different cities, right? Apartment buildings, houses, like jobs. How do you feel like, what can, what part do you feel like community has played in that? Oh, that's a hard one. <laughs> that's a hard one only because um, I, you know, just, you know, complete transparency. I use me being an introvert 
as an excuse for isolation, self-isolation. And so my community has really just always been like my oldest sister. But I think that was like kind of put to the test when she had her first child because she kind of raised, she pretty much raised me and my siblings. And so, um, you know, she's always like mothered me and everything and my kids, but it's like, she, she has her own now. So, uh. <laughs> um, and like I said, you know, with self-isolation, but this season, um, God really is like pushing me. Um, and it's hard. It's hard because I am a homebody and, you know, habits are hard to get rid of I, I, as well. So it's like my, um, sometimes certain things, I don't always stop and ask myself, oh, is this me being an introvert or is this me being isolated? Like, I don't always ask myself that because I'm human and, you know, habits are hard to get rid of. Um, but the facts, you know, I'm aware that God never intended us for do life to do life alone for one, and you know it. If we are the body, you know, like it's not just me, <laughs> and it's also I had to reevaluate even just the few people that I did communicate with, who I do communicate with. It was just like discernment. I need to discern what am I sharing with them because are they enabling my behavior? Um, are they enabling me? you know, steady, because I'm quick to not message anyone if I know they're supposed to be doing something. <laughs> like if my, if I know someone's supposed to be doing something, they're messaging me, I'll stop messaging them on purpose. <laughs> so I'm quick to, I'm like, oh, you're, you're in class right now. I'm just going to not message you. And then maybe tomorrow I'll see if you finish your work. <laughs> but, you know, it's like the people I communicated with, it's like the accountability was off. And I know this, like, okay, I can't, I can't continue. Um, that's not the community for me in this season because I do have a goal to leave my job. And of course, I just can't stay at home and be idle um, and do nothing. If, and you know, I think, you know, I share with you, you know, I recently went on a fast where it was just like, yes, I have to get stuff done, but I need to stop. And for the first half of my day until 12 o'clock I need to of course I have to work but I don't need to kind of indulge in social media or just indulge in conversation when I know that right now one of my main priorities is solitude is rest is clarity because my mind can go all over the place um so I think that was a big thing with just who I'm communicating with in my community like knowing that okay if someone's still messaging me after I told them I'm taking a break for in the morning, okay. And like, there have been people who like my sister, she won't call me until after 12. And so stuff like that is very meaningful. Even if my community exists of, you know, consists of one person or 10 people, them holding me accountable is, is really important. I think that's something what God is really showing me like you know yes I want you to expand your community but I want you to expand your community with wisdom and accountability and encouragement because those are the things that you are going to need because I know this transition isn't and it's not going to be easy um but I know he's telling me like those are the things that you're going to need in this transition because you won't be able to do all of that by yourself and be a mother by yourself 
So I think that's what I'm kind of when it comes to community, those are the things that I'm just kind of like leaning on and focusing on. Are you biting me? Oh, Lord. <laughs> no bite. Yeah. She's not the best community, so. <laughs> I, but, you know, I, 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 I appreciate your candidness because I think that you said, you know, your isolation or, or being an introvert is a reason why you kind of self have self-isolated. But like, well, that's just my personality, right? And I will even say, like, I think motherhood kind of provides that same out, if you will. And not to say we don't really need to be taking care of our kids, but like they can't come along. Like we can't do a play date. Cause we're in a season, like, I don't know about you, but a lot of my friends, like but me and my husband were the first to have kids out of our oh, okay. And now people starting to catch up. So it's like, okay, just bring everybody. It's just going to be a, a family. Of yeah. um, and I think that, and I told my mom that maybe a year and a half ago, I said, I think becoming a mom has turned me into an introvert. And she was like, no way. Cause girl, I mean, <laughs> this was the social girl. Um, not only am I going to events, I'm planning them. We're going to open mic nights. We doing yep. that. I got the calendar full up. She, she used to call me in New Orleans and I would be somewhere all the time. She'd be like, girl, you doing a lot. Even after I got, uh, my oldest, where are you at now? Girl, you just be doing too much. And, you know, I just kind of was like, okay, I hear what you're saying, but like, I'm a, I'm a, I'm going to not just be at my house. And with yeah. the more children you have, child, you start being at your house more and more. Cause yeah, like, you're like, oh, I'm tired. Right? I try to pack everybody up. We got to get people dressed. We, you know, I feel like sometimes me and my husband, even we'd be like passive. Okay. You're going to be with that one. I'm going to be yeah. with over here like you know you you <laughs> it's funny because you're the one who told me about that child care place where you take your children and I was like maybe mm-hmm. one day I'll just take one of them up there. I'm like maybe I'll take the 18 month old and the oldest two can stay because they know how to be quiet like I don't know we just don't think about some things right and I've done that before like in I've done that because it can be tiring yeah it's, you know like I got to get myself ready and y'all yeah. <laughs> Exactly. I gotta get y'all ready and I might toss a coin I might have a meltdown with, yeah. one, with like I might have a meltdown with one of you. oh no yeah. so I, I've done that where I'm like you know what I've talked to my son before because you know like my son he's my wild card mm-hmm. and I said hey you want to go play Let, let's go and I'm like you're not in trouble let's just go to the play center and have some fun and and I come home and my daughters they're like with each other watching tv and stuff and i'm like i'm about to take a nap yes <laughs> is what y'all don't know yeah but yeah i think and that's really the season um one of my friends asked me yesterday because i feel i tell people i feel like all of my friendships are long distance friendships like being in a long distance relationship Same. yeah right i'm like it's the college friends it's the friends that we have from new orleans when we lived out there it's the friends you know that you've just met different places you network with blah blah and so but i really feel like you know, I really, I, I feel a personal call or, and feeling like God's like, okay, create the environment that you want to have, right? If you're saying, which is not even something I say, but if you're, if, because I know that sometimes as moms, we're like, okay, well, I can't go because they don't let me bring the kids. Okay, well, br- create an environment where children are, yeah. right? Do a family game night <laughs> at your house and let people bring their children or say you're going to do a, 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 
a picnic and the kids can have a little uh blanket over here and they gonna eat stuff and y'all can see them but the mamas are at the on their own blanket here like just create the create the community you want and I realized even when I lived in New Orleans that was what I did like I was hosting these monthly meetups and um you want a nap what happened nothing at all that's all she wanted <laughs> started doing these monthly meetups and it was it was really just stuff i wanted to do and i just yeah the environment where other people could come so we did vision board parties and we did um we did a love yourself luncheon and we did a money event where we worked on our finances together and like and you know i even did that earlier this year yeah. within brands by brie we have virtual mommy meetups and so i really feel like in this next year i feel like i was like okay now we're gonna start going some places because even with the mom- yeah i feel like it was kind of hard you know with the pandemic yeah, too it was because yeah. the meetups i did at the beginning of the year they were supposed to be in person but then the delta period came out so it was like oh, yeah no child it's a little too sketchy yeah but you know i think that for anyone listening to this that's that I feel like that's friendships and community has been the toughest thing but I, I God told me several weeks ago he said you show me your greatest pain and I'll show you your purpose like oh yeah that's an area where you really struggle that's probably a void I want you to fill right so if you're if you are someone who maybe struggles with discouragement you're probably an amazing encourager if you are someone who struggles with community you're probably really great at building connections between people right like if you're someone who struggles to stay organized maybe I bet you could get other people's lives all the way together right like it's just it's so but but that is so interesting yeah it's so true it is but I really feel like and I, I you know where the devil would try and use the thing that's the thorn to discount us and be like well you can't even do this for yourself how you gonna do it for somebody else and I just be telling him hush I'm like, don't worry about that. Mind your business. Listen. Mind your business. You a liar. The father. Even my sons know that. We were going through uh, the book of John when they called the devil the father of lies. I said, who is the devil? The father of lies. Yeah. Yep. Just understand. We yep. start hearing lies. You know it ain't from God. So like, you're a liar. Thanks for your two cents, but I'm going to go over here and do this thing. that I Right. Do, right? <laughs> um, and it's just so... It can feel like pressure, but it also feels like purpose and it feels like fulfillment because you're like, wow, you know, I'm not the only one feeling this. And I think that as many of us continue to share the things that we're struggling with, the things we're wondering about, you know, we're really being positioned to help more people because it's like we're taking off the mask, we're removing the facade and we're saying, hey, girl this is where I'm at with motherhood, right? Like, this is where I'm at with parenting. Yeah. This is where I'm at with uh, relationships. This is where I'm at with friendships. And we're all in some type of transition, whether you're, you're, you decided, okay, we had our baby and that's it. And so now you're transitioning into like, what does life look like just raising children and not rearing, yeah. right? Um, if you're moving to a season of, okay, we're starting a family, like we've been booed up and now we're like, okay, I think we're ready for a child, right? Or you're in a season where you're moving into a new city, like 
there's grace for all of that. And I will say I've been in Texas for, I mean, I was born and raised in Texas, but went off to school in Missouri, then lived in New Orleans for five years and have been back in Texas almost five years. And I feel like I'm just now at a place where I'm like, okay, community, you know, but right. <laughs> we've been in this place where it was back to back kids. So it was like, well, girl, when was you supposed to be doing brunches? And like, when was that? Right. You weren't going, you couldn't, you couldn't have right. it. Like, right. You, know, you were taking care of a tiny human. You were at the hospital. You were lactating. Like there's just a lot. Yeah. This wasn't really, like the greatest time to be building your social calendar. Oh, and then there was also the pandemic. So like, when did you think that it was going to yeah. be on the scene, right? But I just feel grateful because you know, I, I tell people all the time, and I'm not the one who, who came up with this quote, but I love the quote that says, there's no losses, there's only lessons. And I think that as yeah. we transition from thing to thing, sometimes there's a temptation to once we know more, look at our former self and be like, girl, like, why didn't you do this earlier? Well, you didn't know it then. And now you know it. Right. So now you have the knowledge you need to move differently. So um, I guess my last question would be, what would you say to someone, you know, maybe something that your therapist has shared with you, something that God has shared with you, just put on your heart. As If you know that they're in a season of transition right now, what would you say to them to encourage them? Uh, honestly, what I heard yesterday um, from church actually stuck with me because like, I said, I'm an over planner, I'll overanalyze everything. And um, sometimes, you know, we, especially moms, we kind of like, oh, well, this is what I know. I know my kids. I know my life. I know my situation. Um, but my pastor, he said, as much as we know, as much as you know, as educated or however long we've been a mom do you like stop and consider that the person who actually created life he may just know more than you and so just like in the midst of all your kind of like going crazy over the planning and the logistics of your transition really just trusting God that like he knows more so I'm just gonna you know I'm not gonna kill myself trying to over plan something and just trust God that he knows more than I know so I'm just gonna gonna step back a little bit and so I think that's just my biggest thing to I would tell anyone just don't go crazy over the logistics over planning over waiting for the right moment just trust that the person who's Who's cre- who created your life and kind of knows your life mapped out from A to B to A to Z. Just trust that he make that move, of course, with wisdom and discernment, but just trust him instead of all the overthinking. That's good. Don't worry about what you don't know because God knows more than what you know. Yes, because I you'll go it's that pressure you'll go oh you'll just go crazy trying to be like oh wait but I gotta wait to this I gotta wait to this yeah uh-uh <laughs> and he just be like oh oh there you go the plane yeah just push you right out I already put the parachute out so, so. yeah you can't it don't feel like right. it's, it's gonna release I know it don't seem like it but I probably yeah it's gonna release eventually it's gonna release yeah. 
Vegas. He was like, it's fine. Don't freak out. So, well, thank you so much, Jerry. This conversation has been really encouraging. Um, I hope that other people are encouraged as well. Um, How can people stay connected with you? Through my Instagram, you know, I have two now. (laughs) So it's at underscore Everett, well, I'm not going to say it. It's underscore E-V-R-C-H-G, motherhood, or underscore E-V-R-C-H-G, design. So I'm working on a lot of things right now. I'm really excited about Yes, and oh, this will girl. be a fall market in Dallas. Yes, yes, yes. I'm excited. I'm working on that, excited about it. So, oh, awesome. Well, thank you so much for being our guest. Thank you. Say thank you. All right, Purpose Peeps, I hope you enjoyed that episode with Jerry. Like I said on the episode, it's so rare that I get to interview one of my clients from Brands by Bree. So that was really awesome. And I think what was even more awesome is the fact that we had recorded this a while back. But as I was listening back to it in preparation for it to go live, I'm like, man, this is really the perfect time for this. So, you know, if you're in a season where you're embracing change, hopefully this was an encouragement. Now, just some housekeeping notes. This was our final episode for season six. So we will be back. Um, My goal is in March for season seven. In the meantime, I will be sending out, or not sending out, but republishing um, previous episodes as a part of an episodes and rewind series. So just some of my favorite episodes from the past several years that we've had this podcast. So I'm excited for you guys to be able to listen to those um, or re-listen to those if you're part of our OG crew and you've been with us since 2018. Uh, These episodes have been just so encouraging over the years and it's really awesome to see how from 2018 to 2023, a lot of things are still relevant and God really is a God of seasons. So I'm excited about our episodes and rewind series that will be rolling out over the next several weeks. And then we'll plan to be back for season seven of the podcast in March. Um, if you did not already, definitely join the Master Your Momentum launch list because that is where I'm pouring all of my efforts over these next several weeks, especially with the break from the podcast. I I love productivity, y'all. And it's just so funny because I've never really thought about creating products or services specifically around productivity and organization. But as I was in prayer and, you know, taking these different classes on, you know, what really made sense to offer my business next, this was just such a duh, aha moment. So I'm excited for everyone who's going to join. um, And I'm excited to be able to provide, you know, these templates and these co-working sessions in this community for women who really know what it is that they're supposed to do. It's not so much a tell me what to do. It's just like, I know what to do. I just need to make sure that I'm doing it consistently. So that's going to be amazing. And if you didn't hear at the beginning, you can join that launch list by going to bit.ly forward slash my momentum launch. So I'm really pumped. Um, You can click the show notes as well for that link. And it's just going to be amazing. So I hope you guys have an amazing week. I hope you guys will share not even just this episode, but any episode from this season that you've really enjoyed, go ahead and share it with a friend. And I will see you guys back here for season seven.